now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants? The Derriers! Oh, yeah! The Derriers! Two amazing brothers boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Roadshow, right here on Truckers Radio USA. I'm Roger Isles. I'm Leo Isles. And we are the Derriers. Doing what we're doing again, man. We're back out on the road. We are doing it, yes. Just cruising up and down the highways and by... And we're going from one Shady Grove to the other. That's kind of how we do it. Just hopscotching around the country. Yep. They usually are uh, the type of places that will uh, accept us. That's right. Uh They're they're kind of crazy friendly. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Well, uh, people ask us, they say... Derriers. Exactly. What is Americana music? Well, that's a that's a really good question, and we have kind of an okay answer. We have no, a decent answer. We are not experts. Let's yeah, make not that like, clear. Like we make a decision. No, no, no. But but uh, in our opinion, uh, and, our and for purposes of this show, uh, yeah, yeah, it's music with distinctive, distinctive American, American roots. roots. We stretched that a little bit once in a while. Yeah. But, but but it's already a very big definition. It's a very very big definition. I, I mean, it it can it can encompass all kind of different music. It could be uh, it could be lounge music <laughs> right off the bat. Huh? Yes, it could. It could be rock and roll. It could be gospel. It could be show tunes. Uh, it could be techno. It could be jazz. Yeah, uh, it, it could be folk rock, pop, indie rock, ragtime, rock rock. <laughs> Rock and roll. <laughs> it could be Cajun. Uh, yeah. And, you know, of course, what else it could be? It, it could, could be Boogaloo. Boogaloo. Yes. yes, it could be all those things and more, and it, it generally is. It has been and will be again. Yeah, well, the format of the show is that uh, each of us shows up each week with a virtual fistful of tunes that we have not disclosed to the other guy. That is the only rule. That's the only rule. And then uh, we take turns uh, starting the show. And since it's an odd-numbered uh, right. show... Uh, oddly enough, uh, Leo, you oddly get to enough. start. You know what? I don't think that we have featured. Um, I don't think that we have featured a wonderful song um, that we should have. A, a, a wonderful artist, maybe should have touched on before. Well, we've missed some good ones. We've missed some good. I'm yeah. talking about uh, Otis Redding. Oh yeah. Now I was kind of going through some stuff, and you know, everybody has heard. Sitting on the dock of the bay a million times, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when you start looking into it, there's always a backstory. There's always a backstory on these things. And but to back up a little bit, he, uh, Otis Redding was known as the King of Soul. It was, he, you know, he's born in Dawson, Georgia, and uh, at the age of two, his family moved to Macon, and then he quit school at the age of fifteen to help support his family uh, because he was a pretty good musician already at that age, and mm-hmm. he went to work with Little Richard. Uh, and uh, perform talent shows and stuff like that to help uh, support the family. But um, anyway, at one point uh, in the spring of uh, 1966, he had, he had sh- uh, signed with Stax Records at, yeah. that, at that point. You bet. And uh, there was a guy named uh, uh, Steve Cropper who was working there, and he was part of the house band you know, that backed up other artists. He was also a producer on a lot of those things. Anyway, um, Stax Records had started to book... Uh, Concerts for its artists. In other words, a feature they were acting as promoters 
right? The record label was okay, sure. And um, so anyway, uh, they, so they went to uh, they went to London uh, in March of 1966. And uh, when the crew arrived in London, the Beatles sent a limousine to pick them up. Oh, seriously? <laughs> yeah, man. That's how highly regarded they yeah. were, you know, at that time. <laughs> and um, so anyway, when they, they, they got, they were hot, man. And uh, the, the band was doing such a great job that Bill Graham uh, proposed that they play at the Fillmore Auditorium in late 1966. And the gig was commercially and critically successful. It paid out a bunch of money. And uh, Bill Graham, who did a lot of promotional work in his life, said that was the uh, best gig I ever put on in my entire life. Wow. Was that one there? That's something. So anyway, uh, while they were out there, uh, Bill Graham invited uh, Otis to stay on his houseboat in Sausalito, right? And he, that is where he started writing the song sitting on the dock of the bay. Oh, wow. Interesting. It was, you know, he kind of was hanging out and just sitting out there. And uh, it was kind of interesting because... Um, that following November, uh, he came to uh, Otis came to Memphis to record, and Steve Cropper was going to be you know on it, and he said, "I got this song. You got to hear this song. You got to hear this song." So Cropper helped him uh, finished uh, the, the tune, right? Okay. And uh, he uh, a lot of good things about it. He said, uh, you know, he 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 was making it up as he went. It was this kind of style of music that uh, was playing was totally new uh, for all of them, really. So, but here's a really cool little uh, tidbit. He said at the end of the song, Cropper, when he uh, arranged it, uh, Otis always liked to ad lib a little bit at the end of a song. So okay. he would always put eight or ten measures extra at the end of the song. Well, when he got to it, he couldn't think of any words, so he just started whistling. Oh, that's the story. Huh? That's the story. And that turns out to be one of the hallmarks sure of is. the song. So I've talked enough about it. It's a yeah. beautiful song. Uh, Sitting on the Dock of the Bay from 1968. Sitting. In the morning sun I'll be sitting in the evening comes Watching the ships roll in And I'll watch them roll away again I'm just sitting on the dock of the bay Watching the tide roll away I'm sitting on the dock of the bay Wasting time I left my home in Georgia And I headed for the Frisco Bay Cause I've got nothing to live for Look like nothing's gonna come my way So I'm just gonna sit on the dock of the bay Watching the tide roll away Sitting on the dock of a bay Wasting time Look like nothing's gonna change Everything seems to stay the same I can't do what ten people Same sitting here resting my bones, and this loneliness won't leave me alone. Listen, for two thousand miles I roam just to make a dish dock my home. Now I'm just sitting on the dock of the bay, 
Watching the tides roll away Ooh, Sitting on the dock of the bay I'm wasting time You know, um, there's a little postscript to this thing, you know. Uh, Steve Cropper, who I mentioned earlier, said uh, years later he was on a tour and he found himself uh, sitting on a place in Sausalito having a hamburger out on the, out on the docks there. And he was, says, I was watching the water and my eye caught something. The ferries crossing from San Francisco turned a little as they came in to slow themselves down. Okay. Right? And he said the move created a rolling wave to cushion their arrival at the pier, and that's when it hit me. Uh, he had been watching the ferries roll in. Oh. So yeah, there you go. Sure. There you go. Awesome. Uh, all right, Roger, it's back to you. All right, Leo. Well, uh, recently um, uh, I, I did a tune, uh, featured a tune by the Modern Airs. Yeah, you did. Remember that? I sure did. And we kind of went through their, uh, their history. And um, one of the bands that they sang with was the Ted Fiorito Orchestra. Remember I said that? And I yeah, said, yeah. I said, I got I to gotta look into this. Right. Guy. Well, you I fa- did. You found him. I did. Uh, his name was Theodore Salvatore Fiorito. Of he, course it was. He was born in 1990. Um, and, uh, no, wait, wait. He was born when? 1900. Sorry. Oh, thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. You, you catch me on those I things. I catch you on things. Yeah, I don't read well. <laughs> Um, but uh, he was a, a composer, orchestra leader, keyboardist on both the piano and the Hammond Orchestra. And he was really popular on national radio broadcasts in the 20s and 30s. Right. So uh, he was born in Newark, uh, Newark, New Jersey, to an Italian immigrant couple uh, when they were both 21 years old. And um, he, uh, he attended uh, you know, high school there in Newark. And everything. But his mother had sung light, light opera in uh, Italy. Okay. So he was exposed to music this way, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, he landed a job in 1919, so he would have been 19 years old, as a pianist at Columbia's New York City recording studio, uh, w- uh, working with the Harry Yerkes bands. But then uh, he reached a national audience through syndicated and network radio programs. So that's kind of where he had, right, his big deal right, was. Right, right, But uh, he moved to Chicago, and uh, they were heard on the Brunswick Brevities program, and they were in the, uh, the they were the featured orchestra. These are cool old old uh, broadcast names on NBC's Skelly Gasoline Show, of course, right? Yeah, and then they were on the Old Gold Hour, the Hollywood Hotel, the Al Jolson Show, Frigidaire Frolics, and Clara Lou and Ann. <laughs> I mean, all those old. So, so they really were quite popular during the time. They had. Sponsors. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what that's like. <laughs> but uh, the, during the 40s, their popularity diminished, but he continued to perform in Chicago and Arizona, and he played in Las Vegas during the 60s. He passed away in 1971. Um, but he kind of just kept playing, you know, to, uh, as he got older. Uh, I couldn't find a lot of their stuff, but I did find a compilation. It was called All You Want to Do is Dance, and uh, it's a comp- compilation of big band music. It's the Ted. It's a great novelty tune, man. It's just I, I just love it, and you're gonna go crazy okay. for it. Uh, Ted Fiorita Orchestra doing "We Went Hunting."
hunting one fine day, and my bullets were made of lead. It was bing, 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 and a boom, 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 and the big bad wolf was dead. Oh, I took my gun, and I went like this, and I shot him through the head. It was bing, 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 and a bang, 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 and the big bad wolf was dead. Tra la 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 la, I won't worry anymore. Tra la 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 la, no more wolves at anyone's door. Now I can go out and play and earn my daily bread. Cause I bing 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 and I boom 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 and the big bad wolf was dead. I think you, I think you have diminished the quality of this show. You're welcome. You're, yeah, and I really appreciate it. I didn't think we could go much lower, but boy, there we are. Oh my! At least I was committed to finding the Ted Fiorito oh, Orchestra. Oh boy! Yeah. Well. Good job, Rod. All right, Leo, That's pull right. us out of this if you're able. Uh, I was just going through some of my old R&B stuff, you know, and listening. And I ran across this guy that I kind of knew about but not a lot about. His name was Napoleon Brown Godson Culp. Wow, that's a name. And, but he went by his stage name, Nappy Brown. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that I can remember. The guy was a serious man. He was a huge contributor, you know. Uh, he, was, uh, he was born in 1929. Uh, and uh, he uh, he was an American R&B singer. His hits include, he had several of them, uh, Don't Be Angry, Little by Little, Nighttime is the Right Time, stuff like that. And he had a very recognizable style. He used a big, uh, he had a big vibrato okay. in his voice. Was, uh, and, and a sound called melisma, which is kind of interesting. It's where you hold one note and do different syllables in it. And I tried to find a, a good example of it, but really couldn't find anything. Uh, interesting, but anyway, I, so I was digging through there, and I found uh, this song that I that I wanted to use. Now, and and then I was listening to it, and it kind of made me. I, I, I said, "Where where have I heard that song before?" I mean, this kind of it kind of made me a little crazy. So I'm going to play you just a little bit of the of the first part of the song. Okay, okay. show you what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. 
Okay, now the name of the song is called "Open Up That Door." Okay, it was a big hit for him. And and but that that, that part right there just kept bugging me and bugging me. So I kind of went on the hunt. Uh-huh. And I and I found one of these discussion groups, right? Uh-huh. And um, you remember some time ago when I featured a thing called the Flying Saucers, where they had all the little pieces of songs, and it was a and it was a novelty thing about yeah. the Martians were landing, right? Okay, here's the beginning of that novelty bit that we did. Okay, okay, it goes like this. <laughs> We interrupt this record to bring you a special bulletin. Okay, now yeah. that's the start of it. And you reminded me just now yes. that you're actually the one that featured that deal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, but th- that's where it came from. That's yeah, okay. what was bugging me. That is they the, sampled it. They sampled that song. <laughs> yeah. And, and so there you go, man. Wow. So uh, let's play the whole song. Let's give the guy his due. Uh, this is Nappy Brown, man. And it says, open up that door. <laughs> kind of fun little you know had to dust that off a little yeah. bit you find those funny connections you know that's cool hey look at the time Raj. yeah we are out of time for this uh, portion of the show um and it's an odd number show so uh guess what i i i don't you get I, to check I, the uh, that le- lifter left or inside duel. duel yeah okay fine so you better go suit up i know it takes you a little bit yeah and i'll pick up the trash because tomorrow is the, moving day i gotta do my mantra thing you know and a little yeah yeah ring the chimes and whatever it takes okay okay i'm gonna go check the tire okay okay I well, can, i'm good i okay. can do this all right we'll okay. be back this is the americana road show right here on Truckers Radio USA.
Well, uh, we're back. Did you miss me? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm glad to see you're back. I'm, I'm okay. I'm a yeah. little shaken up. but Yeah. You have a little cold sweat on your forehead there still. Well, but... I was working on the tire. Yeah. And that guy with the motorcycle over there next door, the shady grove here. Yeah. It backfired and scared yeah. the hell out of me. <laughs> Got to be careful. I, be aware of your surroundings. It shook me up a little bit. I bet it did. Well, I'm fine. Well, so how was the tire? Three pounds down. Okay. About, okay. about Just, what it usually is. Well, it usually is. Okay, good. Okay, we're good to go now. Okay, good. All right. Well, um, that's great. We are broadcasting this week from the Shady Grove RV Park here in uh, Lebanon, Tennessee. Lebanon, Tennessee. Yeah. That's right. And we actually, I think that's correct. It's spelled Lebanon, but everybody goes Lebanon. Well, back home, we would say Lebanon, Lebanon I'm sure. That's true, at home. But, uh, but I'm, well, we're I'm not tr- there. I'm, I'm trying to fit in. <laughs> <laughs> not very well, I'm sure. I, that doesn't work for us, yeah. generally. Not so in. much. No, no. no. It, it's a, you know, like I say, it's a nice town, man. We're in Tennessee, and most of Tennessee is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the town was actually named after the uh, biblical cedars of Lebanon. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and local residents, they call it sometimes Cedar City. Because there's just a lot of cedar trees around. Okay, here. So, sure. Yeah, it's kind of cool, and it smells yeah. very nice. It's it does very yeah. cedary, like you got into somebody's closet. Exactly. Which you've been into a few closets <laughs> in your life, so you might know what that's about. Moving right along, but it's a, it's a nice size little town. It's about thirty five, forty thousand people, and everybody's been real nice to us for a change. For I don't a change, know. Yeah. yeah. So it's been a good time. Well, let's not get used to it. No. Now listen, t- there are two people notable that did come out of here. Okay. I asked the lady down at the library. Sure. She said, well, sure. We've had some famous people. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, one of them was Charlie Daniels. Oh, really? Yeah, man. And another one was Reba McIntyre. Wow. So it's kind of a, you know, they got a good musical heritage going here. So Good job, Lebanon. There you go, man. Yeah. Nice town. Well, you know, uh, people ask us, they say, Dear years. You know, what's your deal anyway, guys? I mean, you know, you travel around this great country of ours and that old RV and That's you know correct. I mean are you trying to prove something or what's going on? No we don't know exactly how this thing started but I mean it's just kind of a thing you know Right well unlike our compadres here on Truckers Radio USA who have these things called ranches, ranches That's you know, correct yeah. You know for instance uh, Rex Allen Jr. has the Rock and Diamond R Ranch in the Dos Cabezas Mountains. Mountains. Yes. Yeah. Good job there, Rex. Uh, Alan Bailey has the Swinging Gate Ranch out there in western Kansas. Uh, Orrin Friesen has the Rock and Banjo Ranch. And, uh, right. You know, we used to whine about the fact that we didn't have a ranch. We don't have a ranch. Until our pal Suzanne set us straight. And That's she right. said, look, look at it this way, guys. She said, you have the entire continental United States, border to border, Ocean to ocean. Ocean to ocean. Uh, which is dangerous for us. For us, yes. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, you could say you have a ranch. Without, Without fences, fences. Yeah. that's correct. So, and we roam that range in our RV called Ramblin' Rose. Ramblin' Rose. Oh uh, yeah, uh, Rosie gets us there. We do trust Rosie. Man. So far, anyway. So far, so good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You bet. Let's see, Roger. I think I think it's your turn, isn't it? It is my turn. Okay, what do you got for me? Uh, a, a, a lady by the name of Natalie Nicole Hemby Ruck. Okay, and um, she goes by uh, Natalie Hemby. Now um, she is a was born in 1977. Uh, American country music songwriter and singer. Now listen, who she's written songs for. I mean, I'm going to say she she is a. Um, uh, a staff writer, okay? Uh, yeah. So she's written songs for Leanne Womack, 
the Eli Young Band, Toby Keith, Miranda Lambert, Sonny Sweeney, Little Big Town, Joe Party, Casey Musgraves, and Lady Gaga. Yeah, it's just you know, so she's she's very very uh, talented, obviously. In 2019, and you're going to love this, she joined the quartet, the High Women. Mm-hmm. Remember, you featured them. I did. I think Katie told us about them, right? That's true. Alongside uh, Brandy Carlisle, Amanda Shires, and uh, Maureen Morris. Right. So she was born in uh, Bloomington, Illinois, and uh, it, she came by it naturally. Her father is a studio guitarist. So, you know, she, she kind of had a, uh, an in to a leg, the business. A leg up, yeah, as they leg say. Yeah. Uh-huh. She's accumulated eight number one Billboard singles during her career. Wow. You know, by other artists. Sure, right? I know. Yeah, sure. Uh, so, uh, but she, uh, let, let me see. She's currently a writer at the Universal Music Group in Nashville and was formerly as, was affiliated with EMI Publishing and Carnival Music. So, anyway, in 2017, she re- released her first studio album, which is called Puxico, named after the Missouri town where her grandfather lived. Uh-huh. And uh, she's uh, uh, released another album since then, but... Really, it's some nice stuff. I, I guess it's country, but it's real folky to me, um, and I like it a lot. Again, this album was uh, from 2017. Natalie Hemby doing Time Honored Tradition. I've been traveling far and wide, searching for a comfort I could only find in a kindred town.
That's I'm, nice stuff. Isn't it? That is good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it just, it just kind of gallops along. I it think does. It's, uh, pretty it's sweet. well-written music. Yep. And how many songs do you say? I mean, you know, that's where the money is. Oh, being a songwriter, being yeah. Being a songwriter, man. That's, yeah, that's, she's, she's really got it locked in. That's wow, great. Wow, pretty cool. Okay, Leo, what do you got? I go, now, Roger, it's possible that somebody told me about this band and I forgot who it was, or maybe it's because, you know, we're always looking at stuff. I know. And, and, I, and I ran across this, uh, this band called uh, the Eli Radish Band. Okay. Uh, okay. And now here's the thing about these guys. They were um they were among believe it or not, they were among the great enigmas of late sixties rock music. Okay. Okay. I mean a year before the birds uh became popularizing country rock, they were doing it already. They were out there playing it. Wow. And the audiences loved it. The the record companies hated it. Wow! <laughs> Basically, they, just, they couldn't see it coming. They couldn't see it coming, man. Wow! But they they got out there and did it, and they were they were a good band, you know. But here's the thing: they finally got they finally got a label uh, to pick them up and give them a chance. So they signed to Capitol Records in wow. in, in 1969. Good job! And so here's the thing: they may have, may have made a fatal mistake here because for their debut album, they decided to make a combined musical and political statement. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay, because their politics were very leftist, you know, very anti-war. Okay, but there was already. Uh, by the way, they, they named the album uh, "I Didn't Raise My Boy to Be a Soldier." Okay, all right. Well, oh, that's a clue. That, that's a clue. And they they had they uh, they put together a collection of traditional patriotic songs about war and bravery, done in a loose, sometimes decidedly off-key and always irreverent country style. <laughs> but but there was already a backlash going across it, right? Richard Nixon had been elected and Sparrow Agnew. And so here, Capitol Records, they've got this kind of anti-war uh, album going, right, from these guys. At the time that they're promoting Merle Haggard's Okie from Muskogee. <laughs> so these guys. Hey, just cover, all, cover everything. They just wow. didn't stand a chance, man. Wow. But they, they were real, tra- I mean, they really, you know. Blazed a trail there, mm-hmm. uh, so let's just give these. Guys, I mean, this is this is really a great too. You know, sometimes when you blaze a trail, um, it backfires and burns you up. <laughs> <laughs> you got to keep moving, and sometimes fast. Just saying. <laughs> You're, oh, good lord! <laughs> Listen to these guys, man. Praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. Praise the Lord. And pass the ammunition. Praise the Lord. And pass the ammunition. And we'll all stay free. Down went the gunner. A bullet was his fate. Down went the gunner. And then the gunner's mate. Up jumped the sky. Pilot gave the boys a look. And man, the gun himself as he laid aside the book, shouting, Praise the Lord, and pass the ammunition. Praise the Lord, and pass the ammunition. Praise the Lord, and pass the ammunition, and we'll all stay. The sky pilot said it You've got to give him credit For a son of a gun of a gunner was he Shouting praise the Lord We're 
Praise the Lord, passive. 1969. I got wow. so excited, Dylan, I forgot to mention a really important thing about that song. David Allen Coe was in the band for a while. Okay. He got out of prison and he was getting back on his feet, you know, and so he played with those guys for a while too. But Awesome. Uh, it's, it's, I love those guys. All right, Roger, it's back to you. All right. Well, uh, we like to feature uh, music by people that we know as much as yes, we can. Yes, we do, yeah. Uh, we should feature more of our own probably, but uh, we get going on other stuff. We've never been good at self-promotion. That's uh, our problem. So, uh, But uh, a good friend of ours, uh, Scott T. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So we've gotten to know him through the uh, International Western Music Association over the years. And we got to visit him when we were on a tour out uh, in out, uh, California. In, in L.A., yeah. yeah. And, and uh, he and his wife hosted us for lunch. And, God, that uh, was great. Uh, super. And uh, just Great folks. He's a, a great guy. Super uh, uh, player. Uh, matter of fact, he was nominated for Instrumentalist of the Year uh, this year with the IWMA. That's correct. And uh, so he sent out uh, a single. I don't know if it's um, the first of uh, an album or not, but he sent that out uh, not too long ago, and he said, uh, please find a copy of my new release, Wild Places, written by Mike Fleming. I uh, hope you enjoy it. And uh, I got to tell you, it's just really nice. It's a, a great piece of work. I look forward to hearing more stuff from Scott. I look forward to playing with him, too. Uh, yeah, yeah. Up. So um, from a single, Scott T. doing Wild Places. Twenty years of wandering and drifting with the wind I rode for every outfit that cared to take me in not a dime to show for all the places that I've been And I'm traveling again Sometimes on a quiet night when the shadows settle in You can hear your heartbeat and the voices start again Why'd you leave it all behind, boy, when you know what might have been? And I'm traveling again to those wild places so high and so lonesome. It's there I can find some peace for my soul in those wild places. The silence caresses like young tender kisses 
in soft and satin skin. Sweet smell on our love night, and we swore it never end. Young lovers never stop to think the change is in the wind. But I'm rambling on again. But I need a time to think and room and move to grow. Headed out and make a life in a traveling rodeo. Next thing I remember, I'm alone and growing old, and I'm traveling, still traveling. Like young tender kisses So long ago beautiful nice work scott Thank and you. it's a very well produced album uh, i I've, I've listened to it it's it's like that all the way through well scott is a sound uh yeah uh, technician very well I, mean, produced. He, he, I think he builds sound studios he and does. stuff he's, he does. he's quite an accomplished guy but thank you scott for your uh great tune and for your friendship okay now listen i got we're, we're about to finish up we got to get out of here well yeah we got you know, we used up our time here's the thing Roger, yeah i was i was you know we talked about getting sponsors and everything you we're know always looking for sponsors. always looking for a sponsor yeah well i, I was doing this thing you know I, I featured linda ronstadt a little while ago yeah and i found this crazy connection between her and frank zappa okay that involves believe it or not a commercial oh wow <laughs> so so now here's how it works out uh she uh, frank zappa and linda ronstadt were being managed by the same company Okay. All right. So in uh, 1967, Frank Zappa's in, uh, in in New York, and he said that he got a request from an advertising agency, and uh, they wanted he had done some sound design work uh, for uh, in 1967 for Luden's cough drops. Oh boy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> pretty pretty. It got an award though. It got a Clio. It's a big time. That's thing. a big award. Yeah. Big time thing. So he gets this call from uh, Remington. The Razor Company, right? Okay. And they said, "Oh well, that sounds like a good idea. Let's do a new sound for our commercials." So, uh, so he, like I say, they were managed by the same guy. And this re- request comes in. So Frank Zappa calls Linda Ronstadt. And she goes, "Hey, what do you think? You want to try doing this commercial?" She goes, "How much does it pay?" And he goes, "Of course, a thousand dollars just for the demo." She goes, "Sure." Because, <laughs> you know, money was tight. Sure. <laughs> so he they went in and did this. Uh, he did the instrumental track. And then she did the vocal on top of it. And he, they made a demo. And they paid $1,000 for the demo. And that was the last time they ever heard from him. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But I tracked this thing down, man. So here's Frank Zappa and Linda Ronstadt doing a commercial uh, for a razor company. Mm-hmm. 
Can you think of a better gift than something that helps a guy look good and feel good every single day of the year? Can ya? Okay, here we come. Yep. Backing well, up. That's the sound of us backing up. That's that's I what mean, we, we do. do back up. That's we back we up, yeah. yeah. That's a that's kind of our job. That's our thing. Yep. Yeah. Well, you know, this is the part of the show where we uh you know, <laughs> we quit asking nicely. Oh, there's no subtle yeah. No subtle. Uh, right now we just we'll just Beg, beg, uh, yeah. beg you to go to our websites. I mean, what are you doing that's so darn important? Take five minutes. Yeah, go check it out. What's you your know? busy, busy life? We spend a lot of time putting uh, stuff on there. And, that's uh, right. You know, uh, uh, the one for this show is thederrieres.com. And please, we on this we implore you. We implore you. Do don't not forget, forget the, the derriers. It's yes. a tiny word, but if you forget it. There's nothing tiny about the rest of that. Oh, no. No. That's no, right. No, if no, you forget no. that word, you will never forget it. Never forget it We again. have never forgotten it so many times. <laughs> so we can't remember times. how many times we've over never forgotten over. it. Over and yeah. over. That's right. <laughs> wow. Boy, I'm going down fast here. You're sure going down yes, fast. Yes, I am. Well, you know, uh, of course, the website for the band is... Well, that's 3trailswest.com with the number three on the front of it there. And yeah. that's where you can find out where we're going to be playing. Yeah. And uh, we have our stuff for sale on there. Yeah. We have stickers. And new t-shirts. New that t-shirts, are pretty cool. CDs. So, yeah, come check yeah. us out. So, if you go to either of our websites, you're going to find a lot of content. content yes. And if you uh, look at it, we're pretty certain you will be contented, contented but... There's so much. There's a lot. There's a bunch. You could become confused, confused, in which case you should just contact contact us us. and we'll get it all straightened out for you. Yeah, there are contact us tabs on both websites, or you can get right to us with our uh, email addresses. Mine is Roger, no D, at thederrieres.com. And mine is Leo, also no D, at thederrieres.com. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the other thing you can do is uh, if you go to thederrieres.com, go to the Americana Roadshow tab, and there you will find uh, all of our past episodes. That's right. You can uh, uh, either listen to them or you can download them and listen to them at your leisure. Preferably while wearing a leisure suit. That's correct. If you do that, take a picture and send it to us. Yes, we want to see that. there, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, And, you know, uh, the other thing you can do is you can find all of our past episodes on Spotify. Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. You can also find it on Stitcher. And Spotify. And 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 tune in. And Spotify. And and Amazon Music. And Spotify. And iHeartRadio. Spotify. Yeah. And, and of course, Spotify. And Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, as as our good buddy Mike Carr says, go Go nowheres. Without the derriers. Absolutely. That's right. Well, Leo, uh, let's see here. I do believe you are up. I went to the well, uh, to the Scott Rabco well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he sent over that great that playlist. Yeah, that virtual uh, 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 mixtape. Well, 
Uh, to give credit where credit's due, Jason Beer sent it. Jason Beer sent it. Scott does. put it together, right. so they both get credit. Now, this this particular artist was so. I mean, where he finds this stuff, I don't know because we're pretty good at finding obscure stuff. Yeah, but this one is uh, so obscure, I couldn't find much about him. The guy's name was uh, Eugene Church, and uh, he was born in 1938, uh, and he was in Los Angeles. And he was basically a really cool American rock and roll, uh, rhythm and blues singer. And uh, he signed with a label called Class Records, right? Okay. But he was, he was born in St. Louis, Missouri. And in the, in the uh, 50s, he collaborated with people like Jesse Belvin and singles and, you know, on a, a, a company called Modern Records as the Clicks, the Clicks, C-L-I-Q-U-S. Okay. okay. I couldn't find anything on them either, man. Wow. But anyway... He, he was uh, he, in late in the fifties. He released four singles of his own as Eugene Church and the Fellows, and the first two were big hits in the U.S. Uh, Pretty Girls Everywhere went to number six in Miami at number fourteen, uh, and then later on he switched over, started doing gospel music, which he did um, for quite a while before he went back to secular music again in the nineteen nineties. Anyway, this is a great uh, great tune that he, they recorded, and uh, it's called. Uh, it was recorded in nineteen fifty nine. It's called Jack of All Trades. Now, I'm the Jack. He's the Jack. I'm the Jack. I'm the Jack of All Trades. He's the Jack of All Trades. Now, I'm a dragon in the TV show. Now, I'm an Eskimo just a sitting in the snow. Now, I'm a pilot just a flying in the sky. Now I can see my baby walking to give her time she pass by. Cause I'm the jack, jack of all trades. I'm the jack of all trades. Jack of all trades. Been around the whole wide world in less than 80 days and I'm the jack, jack of all trades. Now I'm a lifeguard just sitting on the beach. Now I'm a pretty girl chaser. Just a running in the streets. Now I'm a singer. I'm just a rock and roll star. Now I'm a studs and shoe wear. I drive a Cadillac car. Cause I'm the Jack. Jack of all trades. I'm the Jack of all trades. Jack of all trades. Now I'm the Jack of all trades. And I'm the master of a one and I'm a loving. Sitting in the butcher shop They call me MD Dr. Church I give up no sunshine Now I'm the Iceman Knocking at the back door Now I'm a DJ, honey Looking at me on the radio Cause I'm the Jack Jack of all trades I'm the Jack of all trades Jack of all trades Been around the whole wide world In less than 80 days And I'm the Jack of all trades And I'm the master of a one And I'm a loving Son of the gun Son of the gun Son of the gun Son of the gun Mad Dillon Mad Dillon Wider 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 
Wow. Oh, man, that'll get you down the road. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, uh, Jason, Scott, uh, everybody. That's a, we got, that's a great one right there. I don't, I, I'm going to look into that guy. Those guys are pickers, man. They are. I mean, they're picking songs. Yes, <laughs> they are. That's cool. All right, Roger, back to you. Well, speaking of uh, our pals helping us out with music, our buddy Hank, the last time, uh, not uh, last time we were in town, we were at the uh, Real Grit oh, Happy Real Hour. Oh, Real Grit, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and he said, have you ever listened to Cotton Eye Joe by Nina Simone? <laughs> and man, I, I'm like, what? Yeah. And so uh, I had to look into this. Now, her, her uh, born name was Eunice, Eunice Kathleen Wayman. Mm-hmm. But uh, she, she changed her name um, so that her family wouldn't know who she was <laughs> because she started playing in, in uh, nightclubs yeah. to make a living. And because uh, she was playing the devil's music uh, or cocktail piano, mm-hmm. uh, she wanted to disguise that from her family, of course. So, uh, but when she went to the nightclub, they, they told her she would have to sing to her own accompaniment, and that launched her career as a jazz vocalist. She was an incredible pianist. You oh know? yeah, and, and singer and of course. singer. Yeah. Oh man! But she uh, she recorded more than forty albums between uh, fifty eight and seventy four, and she made her debut with Little Girl Blue, and that was a hit single. Um, uh, well, no, she had a hit single in 58 with uh, I Loves You, Porgy. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, she she just spanned, you know, folk and gospel and blues and jazz and classical. Uh-huh. Uh, she was, as a matter of fact, she was really into classical. Now, this is interesting. She signed a contract with Colpix Records, and she did a whole lot of uh, kind of like studio and live albums. But Colpix relinquished all creative control to her. Including the choice of material that would be recorded, recorded in exchange for a signing contract. Right. I mean, that would never happen nowadays. Not today, no. And it, it never happened, really. I was going to say, even then. Right. You know, especially with a female artist, you have that kind of control. Yeah. But uh, so uh, she, she became a favorite in uh, Greenwich Village. And uh, she, at that point, she performed pop music only to make money to continue her classical music studies. Wow. Uh-huh. Wow. So she was really mm. into it. Wow. Uh, really big in civil rights and, and those type of things. Quite an interesting person. But, man, listen to this. Uh, I found it on an album called The Colpix Singles from 1959. Just heard a piano. Nina Simone doing Cotton Eye Joe. Where do you come from? And where do you go? Where do you come from, my cotton eye Well, I come for to see you, and I come for to say, and I come for to show you. Where do you come from? 
that song a million times yep. by a million different bands. I never heard it that way before. That's beautiful. Yeah, that's really something, man. Yeah, thanks, Hank, for uh, turning us on to that. I, w- I don't know that I ever would have I never would have gone looking for it. Well, I, sure. I, like I said, I've been into Nina Simone, but when I, you know, I never would have. I don't know. It just didn't yeah. jump out. In front it's of kind me. of a fiddle and banjo kind of thing, yeah. you know. I mean, <laughs> the way we do it. Right. <laughs> the way we do it. Oh man. Well, you know, uh, uh, look at the time. I think we're about out of time here. This kind of a been a whacked out day. Well, it's been really interesting. I mean, uh, I had a lot of input on this show from people, and we uh, did. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty awesome. So we like that a lot. We, we appreciate it actually. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, since we, it's about time for us to pull up and get out of here, I Well, guess. we do, yes. So we got to figure out where we're going, don't we? That's right. Um, uh, let's, let's see. see. Uh, so it is um, your, your turn to throw the dart. I throw the dart. Uh, so I'll get the map. Go get the map. It's in the usual place. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, okay. Very good. No, put it over a little bit. There. Yeah, that's better. Okay. That's better. That's better. Yep. I can't believe that map is still holding that's up. That's not looking like a map anymore. Really. Well, that's okay. It's, okay. Uh, it's not shredded yet. So, uh, uh, okay, uh, you go get the dart. Oh, yeah, that's right. Hang it's on. In the spoon drawer, spoon two. 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 And, and leave the stunt dart in there. Get the okay, real dart. No, I'm not messing with that stunt dart. Okay, I got it. I got it. Okay. okay, here we go. Are you ready? Yep, I'm ready. Get in the circle. Okay, I'm ready. Yep. Here we go. Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Throw the dart. Throw the dart. Oh. oh boy! Oh. Okay, well, south, way south, south, uh, down, uh, Louisiana, Louisiana. All right, now um, I'm talking sulfur, Louisiana, sulfur. I mean, that's interesting. Not sulfur springs and sulfur, just sulfur, sulfur, just sulfur. Okay. Hey, I guess well, we'll figure that out. Hey, it's plenty we? south, though. That's good. Okay, well, get that'll help. All right. Okay, well, we'll pack up, get out of here tomorrow, and uh, we'll do this again next week, I would imagine. That's imagine. That's what we yeah. do. Okay. All right, Rod. Well, thanks, Leo. Uh, well, this has been the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Radio USA. USA. And remember to look out behind you. It's the Derriers. Derriers.